0: What is happening everyone, welcome back to the show, this is Harmonic Whiskey Tales and our uh, summary of the uh, Formula 1 qualifying session, so this is from the Austrian Grand Prix, or it's called the Styrian Grand Prix, but it's at the same track as it was last week, uh, because they're doing a couple of back-to-back races over the next uh, few months of this very uh, strange Formula 1 season, so... um, It was a really, really good uh, qualifying session. I mean, I'd really recommend if you haven't seen it and you don't know the result, I'd go and watch it right now and then maybe come and have a listen to this because it was a really good uh, qualifying session. I mean, they had to, uh, they had pretty bad rain. and they actually had to cancel the um third practice session which is normally run about an hour and a half or so before the qualifying session um but the weather was just too bad the track was too dangerous and they decided to um to not not run the uh, session so everyone was kind of going into the session um a little bit under prepared maybe but um it was uh I don't, know. It was, it was, I don't know, it was just so interesting because you didn't really know what was going to happen and when it's wet, a lot of the time the really good drivers kind of rise to the top and, and you, you see some of the drivers maybe in the not quite so good cars doing better because it becomes a bit more about the skill and the bravery of the driver. As opposed to the sheer speed of the car uh, so we saw that in a few of these results which we'll go through now so i'm just gonna bring up the uh qualifying results i'll go through those and then we'll break down the session i'll try not to waffle too much because honestly go and watch it it was so good even if you can check out the highlights on youtube they uh the formula one youtube channel does a really good job of uh showing everything really nicely so Um, We'll just take you through the positions from 20th to 1st and then we'll go through and summarize stuff. So um, Romain Grosjean for Haas was 20th. He came out and did a lap and then I'm not sure what happened to him. I think it looked like brake problems because he um, came up to one of the last corners of the lap and kind of locked up. Then he couldn't unlock his front right tyre and a wheel and brought it into the pits and what didn't come out again after that they couldn't fix whatever the problem was so not quite sure if it was that I mean he did it caused him to go off a little bit so whether he got a bit of damage or something like that I don't know but it's a bit of a shame for him uh 19th with that was Antonio Giovinazzi for Alfa Romeo racing uh, 18th with was, was Nicholas Latifi for Williams Seventeenth um, was Sergio Perez a Racing Point. That was a real surprise. Um, I don't. I think he just couldn't hook the car up or get the tyres in the right temperature. Or I mean, they're all on full wet tyres here, so um, it, it, it seemed to be the first few laps they weren't great, and then once the temperature got to that a good point, the time started to come to the teams. But um, for, for whatever reason. Perez just couldn't hook it up so yeah he's 17th uh Kimi Räikkönen was 16th Alpha Romeo Racing uh and then Kevin Magnussen was 15th for Haas Ferrari 14th was Daniel Kvyat uh 13th was Lance Stroll for Racing Point uh and then 12th this was incredible George Russell for Williams in a car that He really had no right to be in that position, a full 1.1 seconds quicker than Latifi's time. Which, to be fair, was in a different um, session. But even if you look at that time, he was still a good... I mean, Jesus, he was 1.5. Yeah, about the same, similar kind of... uh, You know, it was a little bit... um, Oh, I've got a message, sorry about that. Um... Myself and Dave are trying to come up with our top 10 hip-hop album list and it's proving very difficult. So uh, that's going to come up in the next few weeks. And we're actually going to have Dave on the show after this episode. We we, uh, uh, filmed it. We uh, recorded it last night. Um, So I'll put it up after this episode and then we'll have the race summary after that tomorrow. So so yeah, it'll probably be up by the time you listen to this anyway. So check it out. Uh, We had a good chat. Anyway, uh, where the fuck was I? Yeah, so uh, George Russell incredible incredible um really showing how good he is and why he needs to be i mean i keep saying it and i've told you he needs to be in a better car or williams need to sort that shit out because he can't be po- poodling around at the back of the grid um if tomorrow's dry he's probably going to end up losing some positions but he's got a real shot at a top 10 if it's anything like last week's race and he can stay on the track keep it you know get good mechanical reliability which Williams are pretty good with so yeah fingers crossed anyway so that's ap 12 George Russell well done incredible drive probably the second best drive of the day I reckon um, Charles Leclerc was P11 so he actually went out out of Q2 um, so and to be if you look at the time George Russell one nineteen point six three six, and George, uh, sorry, and Charles Leclerc was one nineteen point six two eight. So there was nothing in it between them, and that's that's the sort of caliber that George Russell is. <laughs> like he can, you know, match a Ferrari in the wet. So yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, P eleven, Sebastian so Vettel for Ferrari. So he got through into Q three, but um, the cars. From the sound of it, it's pretty Um, Vettel seems to have the hang of it a touch more than Leclerc at the moment uh, this weekend. It was the other way around last weekend. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. They've tried to bring a few upgrades in over the last few days. And I think there's a new floor, which takes... Well, it's, it controls a lot of the aerodynamics under the car, obviously. So... Uh, but it's still a bit unstable apparently, so yeah, I, I don't know So the, when, when a car's unstable and, and they're unpredictable it's really difficult for a driver to get a good time so that's why Vettel and Leclerc are struggling because there's no consistency with the car at the moment, so they can't push because they, they don't know they can't get it too close to that limit because it could, I don't know it's too unpredictable, so hopefully Ferrari can sort that out but I don't know, they're Oh, struggling. It's weird. But anyway. Uh P nine, Daniel Ricardo for Renault. Good job by him. Um he had a big off yesterday and a big crash and bust his knee up a bit. So I wonder whether that affected him a bit, but um he couldn't quite hook it up quite as well as Ocon today. Uh Pierre Gasly was P eight for Alfa Tauri, Honda. Uh he did great. He drove sensationally today. Um he's he's like probably you know, top three Driver of the day for me um, he he did incredible he was putting in some really consistent times um, and in that car I think it's a bit beyond what it maybe should have been able to do I don't know I mean yeah he did really well so yeah well done to him um, Alexander Albon for Red Bull P7 um, he, he kind of uh, he was off the pace quite a bit and then pulled it back towards the end in Q3 and it was very very difficult conditions in q3 it kind of um if you look at the times q1 was okay for weather It kind of it wasn't raining too much but the track was still a bit wet q2 was when it was about perfect um for in terms of lap times and um the speed and and you know not too much water on the track and then it started raining again into Q3 and then they, it started raining pretty hard so Q3 it was like people were aquaplaning and all kinds of stuff it was very challenging so um, fuck where were we Alexander Albon yeah so for Red Bull so he did alright so a good job from him but he'll be a bit disappointed uh, Lando Norris is P6 he actually qualified a bit higher up than that but um did he? I don't know He's got a three-place grid penalty because he was um, passed on a yellow flag. So um, yeah, so anyway, but he did all right, did okay. Uh, Espen Ocon for Renault is fifth, so that's a great job from him. That's Renault's really good performance from them, so they'll be super happy. Again, you know, Ocon showing the talent that he's got, he he did um, incredibly well. So well done to him. Um, You've got Valtteri Bottas next for Mercedes. Um, Did okay, was kind of, you know, trading times at the top for, through Q1 and Q2, but then the conditions, because they got worse and more difficult, he kind of dropped off a bit. Uh, but he did okay to get that P4. Only just behind Carlos Sainz in P3 for mclaren Renault. So he did incredibly. So again, he's showing his talent and, you know, showing why Ferrari signed him, basically, because he, he's got some supreme talent, especially in the wet. So yeah, so it was a really good job from him. And like I said, I mean, if you, if you go and watch the... The, the qualifying, you'll see the conditions in Q3 and that third part of qualifying were, were just awful. Like the visibility was terrible. Like on the last corner, cars were just coming out of the last corner. You couldn't see them until they got onto the straight. Like the visibility was terrible. Um, so he did great to get that P3. So well done to him. Uh, and then Max Verstappen P2. For Red Bull, he was looking really good. He was on actually quite a good lap towards the end. I don't think, he, it wouldn't have got him pole, but it might have got him a tiny bit closer to Hamilton, but um, spoiler alert, P1. Um, but he, there was a car coming into the pits and it, on that last corner, it's like the pit entry and the racing line is basically the same spot spot so it's very difficult and I think it put him off a tiny bit and he just spun the car and uh, to be fair he held it really nicely and just sort of slid it sideways and then drove off so he didn't damage it or anything so um so unlucky from, from Max but he did well uh and then yeah P1 as I just said Lewis Hamilton Mercedes car number 44 uh and I mean you know I'm a big fan of his but it was dominant it was 1.2 seconds ahead of everyone else well 1.2 seconds ahead of p2 uh 1.7 seconds ahead of um or what 1.5 seconds ahead of p3 and you know almost two seconds clear of uh bottas which is mad isn't it really or one 1.6 seconds are clear of bottas i mean it's just it's crazy so yeah that was um pretty dominant from Hamilton and he did it like on you know towards the end of the laps and with not too long to go same tires same fuel loads same everything as everyone else and was 1.2 seconds quicker so i mean the real thing there is bottas i mean that was uh yeah doesn't happen that often a win by that margin or a pole by that margin so it was one of those laps i think that people are going to talk about for a long time uh, the lap of his in uh, his pole lap in Singapore from a few years back, which he just pulled out of nowhere, um, and he just has these kind of moments sometimes where he just connects and just becomes this like him and the car are just one thing. And um, if you look at the lap, I mean, he's like it's twitching all over the place and it's slippery and it's aquaplaning and all kinds of shit. And and actually, I mean, if you look at the time between Q two and Q one, he put in a one seventeen eight. Uh, in Q2 and then Q3, it's a 119.27 that got him on pole. So um, it's quite a bit slower than you know. So that tells you the condition of the track um, that it was that much more challenging. Uh, but he still managed. I mean, just that sort of lap time. I mean, it's it's incredible. So um, yeah, let's just bring up the BBC uh, <laughs> Formula One thing. Excuse me, and we'll see what everyone was saying. Um, so Hamilton says, what a tricky day. The weather the is obviously incredibly difficult for all of us. Um, a lot of the time you can't even see where you're going. I had one big moment at the lap before the last, um, a big aquaplane, but I was able to improve on the last lap. I love these days. Um, I hear tomorrow is going to be much a much more sunny day and we've prepared for both conditions. So they're kind of set up ready. Um, McLaren doing really great I mean honestly I mean I was calling next year for them to be a really big year for them but the way this year's looking and how good that car's looking and how well Norris and Science are driving I think they're in with a real chance of finishing second in the championship remember Red Bull lost both cars last weekend so they're dead last they're like zero points um Ferrari uh nowhere at the moment. I mean they obviously got a P2 last weekend because of a an excellent drive from Leclerc but also a bit of favorable stuff going on in the race. So whereas I think McLaren's position was that they got in that race was pure pace and skill. So it's uh yeah could be a good p2 man i wish i'd put a bit of money on him to get second in the championship this year that would have been a very good little bet maybe you still could but i think the odds might come down quite a bit anyway that's my top tip but yeah they're looking great um hang on let's flick through it's not much of a summary i mean russell george russell for williams that for me was the standout lap apart from Hamilton's I think he, he just did incredibly well to get there and um I think you could you could have put him in that Mercedes today and he'd have been really close to Hamilton um, he's that good uh, it's just a shame I mean I keep saying it I don't want to diss Williams too much and um I mean they're, they're doing better and they've they've come back from the brink and they've if you look at the lap times from where they were a few years ago to where they are now they've gained a hell of a lot of time, which is very difficult to do in Formula One. So you, you'd have to commend them for that and, you know, for what Claire Williams is doing. But I wonder whether, I don't know, I'm a bit on the fence about how Claire Williams is running that team. But, um, but I mean, what the fuck do I know? You know, so, uh, but she seems to be bringing it or steering it back in the right direction. So, I mean, I don't know, we'll see. But it just seems like Russell's obviously helping them. But at what point does it become detrimental to his career? Like, do you need to get him on a better team? I don't know. I think you do. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I've probably waffled enough. I mean, I could go on and on about it, but just get get out there and watch the the, um, highlights or watch the full thing if you can. Um, We're lucky. We've got KO here, which is a streaming service for sports, so I can just watch um, the whole thing. Again, it's great. So that's what I did this morning. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what else to really say in terms of what went on. I mean, tomorrow for the race, it's looking like being a dry race. Um, They've got a choice of tyres because it was a wet wet qualifying, so they can choose the strategy. You'd think everyone's going to go on the medium tyre to start, I guess, but you might have some people, a few... Rose back going on the soft tyre to try and get a better start because you get a bit more traction with a softer tyre off the start so you could gain a few places on the first few laps maybe but then you're going to have to pit sooner so I don't know I don't know it's going to be an interesting one to see who, who goes with what really so um you definitely think the guy's down <laughs> I don't know I wonder whether the guys lower down, like you know, in the you know Vettel, Leclerc, Russell, Stroll, whether they'll go on the soft just to try and catapult up the grid a bit at the start, and I don't know. But do, or do you just go on hard tire and see if you can um, just stay out there and put in a long stint and be in a really strong position for the first round of pit stops? So it's going to be an interesting one. Um, it'd be good to see Ocon up the top of the field and see how he does racing amongst the big boys, and. Um, I think McLaren are going to do well. They've got two cars up there, so um it could be a strong day for them purely because they can kind of work together a bit. Um I think Bottas is going to have to put pressure on Sainz and Verstappen at the start and, and um I mean for him in the championship race he needs to be doing well he needs to progress higher up that grid if he wants to maintain his lead going into the next race because um, Hamilton will be gunning for that win and probably the, the um, fastest lap as well just to leapfrog Bottas by one point so well potentially one point if assuming Bottas finishes fourth but um, I don't know yeah could be a good race Uh, Like I said, it's probably going to be dry, so we'll see what happens with that. But I think because of this open strategy thing with the choice of tyres, it's going to make it quite interesting. There's also the fact that because it's been raining so much, they haven't really had the chance to lay much rubber down on the track. So it's going to be quite a green track. And so what that means is it's going to be a bit more slippery. The tyres are going to wear potentially a little bit more because they'll be sliding across the track a little bit more um, and not gripping as much. So... It's going to be interesting. And then you've also got these reliability problems that Red Bull had and Mercedes had. So, um, I mean, Mercedes got, finished the race at least, but they did have issues with um, riding the curbs and. Um, you know, but I don't know if it was electronic stuff with the gearbox or whatever it was, so they've got that as a concern. Red Bull obviously have the concern that neither of their cars finished, So, but you'd think they'd have been really vigilant with that those issues, and it, so it shouldn't be an issue for them. Um, Verstappen's going to be quick. I think it's between, for me, it's between Verstappen and Hamilton tomorrow, but um, we could have a few surprises. Albon, he's got the car under him to get a good result, so we'll see how it goes for him. And uh, obviously Norris is uh, finishing a bit, he's going to start a bit lower down. So I think, because he, I guess he did qualify sixth, but he'll start ninth on the, um, uh, on the grid. So that's a bit annoying for him, but um, he, he drove really well last weekend. So I think he'll make up a few of those places. So it's exciting to be interesting to see how he does. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Right. I've waffled enough. You don't want to hear me jabbering on about this stuff constantly. So um, great qualifying session. I highly recommend you watch it. It was very entertaining. Just ignore the first two hours where they're just chattering away while it's raining. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, and the race tomorrow, I'll I'll, um, summarize that uh, Monday morning Australian time. So we'll have the episode up in the afternoon on Monday Uh, Australian time so uh, in the meantime I'm going to just edit the show from yesterday that I had with Dave where we just had a good chat about kind of like food and then we talk about the Black Lives Matter movement within sport and the kind of differences between the reaction with Formula One and with the cricket Um, and maybe where Formula One is kind of they're doing a good job but lack of solidarity between drivers maybe for me I don't know we have a little chat about it anyway. Um, and uh, then we talk more about food and other like music and whatever. So it was a good little chat. We had a bit of a few whiskeys and it was Dave's birthday recently. So he was drinking a rather fancy 21 year old whiskey. So um, you can get a little mini review of that, which I mean, surprise, surprise, it was amazing. So yeah, uh, not that I got to try it, but uh, anyway. So cheers for tuning in, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with our race summary and uh please check out the next episode with me and dave having a nice little box, which will be up in a few hours so cheers everyone and we'll chat to you all soon cheers bye cheers bye what the fuck is that